76ers dropped game one to the Atlanta Hawks by a final score of 128 to 124. The Sixers now trail the series one to nothing. And in a game that was essentially a boring beatdown for most of it, the Sixers actually made it pretty exciting in the final few minutes, but could not pull it out and evidently allowed the Hawks to come and steal one on our home court. What is going on, everybody? RB here. Welcome back to Philly Take with RB. You know what to do. Smash the like, hit the subscribe and ding that notification bell that way you are always notified when i upload or go live we go live for every single sixers game and we've been covering the entire playoffs here on the channel so be sure to stay tuned in and man oh man there is a lot to talk about and unpack when it comes to this one i got off the live stream a couple hours ago and i've just been sitting trying to think whether this was you know a sign of positivity for the sixers and how they finished or if this was just a terrible product based off of what we saw in the first three quarters. First and foremost, let's start uh, by giving the Atlanta Hawks credit. They came out and absolutely punched us in the jaw. Nobody really expected that, but the Hawks have been playing hungry. And uh, we know they're young, they're hungry, and they're very talented. And they came out and they were ready to go, right? Joel Embiid started for the Philadelphia 76ers. We didn't know until game time if he was going to do so. And he came out, and in addition to the Hawks being hungry, I personally feel that the Philadelphia 76ers, with Joe and Embiid starting, I feel like they were just complacent and relaxed. They thought that their talent, because we know that the Sixers are the more overall skilled roster, came out and said, okay, well, our talent is going to carry us, especially here in front of our 100% capacitated, great home crowd, and we're just going to be able to come out and, and be relaxed and go at our pace and do our thing. No. We got to come out and play like dogs, and I feel like the Sixers did not realize that, and they didn't really, you know, receive the wake-up call until the fourth quarter when they started to come back. So I just think the preparation wasn't there, and we, we were just easygoing at first, and we cannot be that way. The Atlanta Hawks were down our throats. They were, you know, forcing turnovers. The Sixers had nine turnovers in the first quarter. It just was not good, and honestly, I saw the Sixers coming out, and in my preview video, I talked about the Sixers having to play at their pace and not feeding into the strengths of the Atlanta Hawks but the Sixers came out right away and that's exactly what they did they let the Hawks go at their own pace they let Trey Young control the tempo and the Sixers were just doing uncharacteristic things man you know they were playing a lot of isolation ball they were waiting until late in the shot clock to make things happen and it just didn't look the same but Joel Embiid came out and I actually thought he looked better than what i expected but he still was not 100 percent. we will talk about that more later on uh, but the sixers just got punched right in the mouth the hawks came out and let's be honest they could not miss especially in the first half and look when i tell you this and this is why i'm thinking a bit positive uh, about this game actually is because the atlanta hawks played their best game today Let's be honest, okay? Three guys in twenty in the twenties and thirties. Trey Young at thirty-five. The the Atlanta Hawks had twenty-three pointers made. They went twenty for twenty-one from the free throw line. And look, the Hawks had ten more uh, three pointers made than the Sixers. They had ten less free throws missed than the Sixers, and they had less turnovers. And, and the Sixers just played an awful three quarters of basketball. Doc Rivers deserves a lot of blame, which we'll talk about because he did not adjust well, especially in the first half. And the Hawks put on one of their best performances. And they still only won by four points. 
which gives me hope and makes me think that with all the things that happen in this game, the Sixers, if they if they can stay healthy, like they should be able to win against this team and be healthy. But the fact that the Hawks did come in and still won in the Wells Fargo is definitely key for them. But look, we go through the first quarter. We're getting beat down. I look up, we're down 20 points. The Hawks had, what, 40 in the first quarter or something like that. They were just going off. We get to the second quarter, and, you know, this whole first half, the same common theme stood. What are you doing, Doc Rivers? Now, I expected Danny Green actually to be on Trey Young, maybe for a couple possessions, but the fact that Doc Rivers left Danny Green in the entire first half guarding Trey Young is inexcusable. What are you doing, Doc? I tweeted out Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibault should be alternating. They should be going back and forth guarding Trey Young, trying to pest him, trying to take him off his flow and his rhythm. And that's the exact opposite of what we did. We allowed him to get going early at 25 in the first half, seven assists. And Trey Young is the energizer bunny on that team because there are a lot of young guns. But Trey Young, when he is playing well, the energy spreads to the rest of that team. And they were obviously, they were just knocking down shots at a crazy pace. And we just could not stop him. Our defense was very lackadaisical. We were sitting back. We were watching open corner threes. That cannot happen. Joel Embiid came out early, tried to establish himself down low. The Hawks threw some doubles at him. Uh, the Sixers also could not hit a dang shot in the first half from three, man. We had wide open looks. Seth Curry, guys like Tobias Harris, and they could not, they could not knock it down. And uh, it, it just got bad. At halftime, it, it was really bad. And, well, we finally make an adjustment. Doc puts Ben Simmons on Trey Young to start the second half. And what happens? The officials give Ben two immediate fouls back-to-back. -back. Two! Which gives him three on, on the day. And it's like, come on, man. Now we go on our typical rant for one minute <laughs> talking about the officials, man. And I get it. They were bad on both sides. It, it, it's just gotten such... It's gotten, you know, such a bad product at this point. It's just hard to watch, man. It's just hard to watch. I mean, these little pesky fouls at back and forth, back and forth. I mean, guys aren't even being touched. They're blowing a whistle down. Look, let these boys play. It is the postseason. The officials definitely hurt us in this game. I'm not going to say that's why we lost. It's because we weren't mentally prepared for this. But come on, man. The officials have to be much better. It was even a foul call. In the third quarter where Doc Rivers challenged it and I thought it was great because we were starting to trim the lead and we had the momentum going our way and we didn't want it to reverse back. Doc challenged it. Matisse Thibel wasn't even close to Trey Young and they still re they still leave it as a foul. They review it and leave it as a foul. It's like, come on, why do we even have it at this point? Anyway, the Sixers are still down 20. They start to trim it a bit at the end of the third quarter. Uh, the bench comes in, and they actually start doing it. And I didn't even mention, because there's so much with this game. Doc Rivers in the first quarter brings in the all-bench lineup. They ask him about it at the end of the game. He says, yeah, we usually like to leave Tobias Harrison with the bench. Why didn't you do that, Doc? Why didn't you do that? The all-bench lineup at the end of the first quarter is inexcusable. We saw it in game four in the first round. It does not work. It does not work. This is playoff basketball. Those guys had, what, five turnovers for themselves. They went, I, I, they didn't even make a shot. There was a point early in the second quarter where we didn't even score for like five minutes. It's unbelievable. The Sixers had nine turnovers in the first quarter. Nine. So in addition to our poor defense, we were just lazy and we were just, we looked snakebin. We looked like we got rattled and the Hawks looked like they were the more experienced team. But 
getting to where we're going playing reckless with the ball the Sixers started to get it under control a bit and the tide started to flip the Sixers start to trim it and and then Doc brings in the bench lineup and again early in the game I don't know why he didn't at least leave a guy like Tobias Harrison but he's rocking with the bench unit uh, Ben Simmons ends up coming back in the game and then early in the fourth quarter as we're trimming the lead I think at this point it's down to like 16 we get it to 13 maybe 11 and Doc does something stupid again Again, he moves Ben Simmons to the five to play small ball center. And then he brings Shake Milton in for a minute or two. And we give up a couple points right there and we give up our momentum. What are we doing bringing Shake Milton into this series? We went 11 deep in the first round, in the first game of the second round. We went 11 deep. I'll give Furk on Korkmaz credit. He came in and uh, he had seven points off the bench. In 10 minutes, he was he was a spark for us. He was what we needed. Tyree struggled, but again, he was in by himself with the bench unit. Matisse Thibel was aggressive, and I liked what I saw. 10 points out of Matisse, couple threes. But overall, the bench could not get going, and you bring Shake Milton in. And then after we give up some of the lead back, we go, and then we bring Joel Embiid back. And then this game goes down the stretch, and it was just crazy, man. The Hawks, their inexperience started to bleed in. We saw... Who was the more experienced team? The Hawks literally a team that was up by 20 or more points like two or three times in this game tried to give us the game. We had about three or four opportunities to win it. We come down. We're making stop after stop. We hit a couple clutch shots. Ben Simmons to steal off the inbound pass. The Hawks have no timeouts. Then they inbound it to half court. Kevin Herter almost steps over the backcourt line. They end up coming up. They dish it over to Bogdanovich. At this point, we get it all the way down to a three-point lead. I'm sorry, a two-point lead. And then Bogdanovich knocks down the dagger three. And uh, we still, we then almost, we, we got a steal and almost brought it back. But um, it just was too little, too late. And just the fact, like, this is the hard part about it. We played our awful basketball. One of the worst three-quarter stretches I've seen from this team this year. Doc was absolutely terrible. Did not make any adjustments until the fourth quarter. Which, oh, by the way, he started to trap Trey Young. Got him uncomfortable. We're going to probably see a lot more of that. And the Hawks shooters were relied on, and they were not hitting. We were starting to close out better and feel our groove. And, and, and we just, we had a chance to win, and we did not take it. But the fact that we did have a chance is crazy, given how many times we went down really bad, and the Hawks inexperience started to bleed in. And, and the Sixers just felt like the more comfortable team in the last couple minutes. Joel Embiid, um, there were a few things with him where, you know, his, his knee started to lock up a little bit and he went down. He dove on the floor trying to foul. John Collins ended up being a clear path foul. There was another one where he missed a layup under the rim and it seemed like he couldn't even turn his leg a little bit. And there was another one where he started to walk back after a rebound and he started grimacing. And that is where my actual concern comes in. Not that we lost this game and played this bad because, I again, I think the Sixers just came out with this mentality that everything was going to be okay but no the Hawks are going to come out and play like dogs my concern with this game and this is actually why I am concerned about this series because I commend the Sixers heart and effort in the fourth quarter but we got to be better in the first couple quarters we know that we are the more overall skill team we have the more experience but Joel Embiid's health is really worrying me now he talked about it after the game, said he's going to have to play through pain and manage it with therapy. Is he going to be okay for this entire series? Is he going to be okay for the playoffs? I don't know. He came up grimacing. That 
And the fact that some people were talking about Joel as if this man didn't play through the pain and had 39 points. 12 for 21, 39 points, 14 for 15 from the line for Joel Embiid, nine rebounds, four assists, and three blocks. This guy is an ultimate warrior, man. He literally tried to keep us in this game. He was also seeing doubles. If he wasn't seeing doubles, he may have had 50 points. And imagine if he was fully healthy. You could tell he wasn't fully healthy in this game. My concern is, is he going to be all right? Is that going to continue to bother him? Are they going to, you know, keep throwing pressure at Joel and try to get him, you know, working off that leg and off balance? I don't know. I don't, that is my main concern. He still got to the line and shot 15 free throws, knocked down 14. So I was happy about that. But I'm a bit concerned about that, and that's my main concern. Tobias Harris was 8 for 13, 20 points in this game, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 steals. I thought Tobias did okay. He kind of had a quiet 20, in my opinion. It wasn't, he wasn't really finding his spots, especially in the fourth quarter when we needed him to. Uh, but Tobias, I mean, he gave us a 20. You know, I can't be mad at it. Ben Simmons, I, I didn't think he played a terrible game. He had 17 points, 7 for 7 from the field. There were points in this game where I would have liked to see Ben be more aggressive, but I've just come to accept who he is at this point in the playoffs um but my main thing is the free throws and again we missed 11 free throws in this game ben went three for 10 from the line we make those free throws we win easily okay and it's not just him but as a team we have to shoot better from the line but ben has to work on it it's just it's getting out of hand at this point um and he had a great game otherwise 17 10 assists four rebounds four steals a block he was all over and imagine what he would have been able to do having four steals in a buck. Imagine how more he would have been able to do if Doc had adjusted the right way and put him on Trey Young. Ben even said after the game, he wants to be on Trey Young if the refs will actually let him play more. And, you know, Ben Ben is the key to the series in terms of locking up Trey Young. I thought our pick and roll defense was absolutely terrible. We have to go over the screens better. It's hard. You get in bad situations. Trey was targeting Joel a lot. And it just seemed like, oh, okay. Trey's going to get his. Every shot just looked way too easy. And those double high screens where Trey's coming up at the top of the arc and, and our defenders just get lost in the sauce and Trey just gets a wide open shot or dishes it over to the corner. Our rotations on defense were really bad. Our rotations from Doc Rivers were really bad. And there were just so many things that just did not click in this game. They did not look like they have looked all year. The Sixers looked rattled um, until the last quarter. It, they looked rattled until the last quarter. Ben Simmons gave us 17, Tobias 20, uh, Joel 39, Seth Curry had 21 points, 7 for 12 from the field, he was cooking, he's been really good these last couple games, 5 for 9 from 3, my problem was with Danny Green, and again, I can't be mad at him, he just could not stop Trey Young, who had 35 and 10 assists in this game. He was controlling the floor. Danny Green got torched every single possession on defense. Finally made a steal in like the third quarter, but it was too late. He didn't even shoot a shot in the first quarter in the first half. Danny Green did not. And that's bad coaching. We got to get him open. We have to get more looks. We got to be aggressive and find the looks, man. Um other than that, the bench, I think Maxi will, will play better. I think Furcon may have earned himself some more minutes. Uh, Dwight Howard did not do good and again you know this is why we need Joel we need him desperately and I, I just don't know how to feel about this game let me tell you this if the Philadelphia 76ers drop game two to the Atlanta Hawks we are in a world of trouble they came in they essentially stole the home court advantage they took one on our turf and you know Bogdan Bogdanovich after the uh the dagger in this game shushing our crowd let me tell you something mark this down right now mark my words he will pay for that 
he will pay for that trey young was doing his thing i don't think he was extraordinary but again it's all part of the game you know it's about you know jawing at each other having some fun um that's what guys do nowadays so we will see what happens uh the sixers have to win next game I commend them for coming back in this game and only losing by four points. And you saw the Hawks inexperienced bleed in. Nate McMillan's done a great job. But at the end of the day, the Sixers have been here and done this. They have to come out and establish themselves. We're going to have to steal at least one in the ATO. But I'm just worried about next game. We have Next game is must win. There is no doubt about that. And I just need Joe Embiid to be okay because he was grimacing. He's playing through this pain. And, you know... At times, he almost didn't feel in his rhythm just because I know that injury is bothering him. But other than that, man, what an action-packed game. I probably missed some things. There was so much that happened. A tale of two sides on this game. We are going to have to tough it out every single game. Those are just my thoughts, guys. Sixers drop game one. They have to rebound on Tuesday. Let me know all your thoughts down below on this game. There are a lot of differing opinions. I'm definitely interested to hear what you think. Again, catch us live every single Sixers game. Appreciate you all for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And I will catch you on the next one, man. Peace. Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.